began to move on my heart about a message in Psalm 23. And then, and then he began to move on my heart about another message in Psalm 23. And so God willing, I'll be in Psalm 23 this morning and tonight. And, um, um, I don't, you know, who hath known the mind of the Lord. I can't, I can't explain God, neither can you. But, um, in the earlier part of this week, God gave me the message for tonight. In the latter part of this week, God gave me the message for this morning. And, and so this morning, I, I, I noticed four things in this psalm at this moment. God may give me more. But I noticed four things that God would have me to bring out today. And so if, if we could pray, we'll get into the psalm. Heavenly Father, I ask for your help. We are dependent on you. Would you open our hearts and speak, Lord, and save souls that are lost and encourage and strengthen those that are, that are in need this morning. And Lord, may our eyes and our hearts be turned on you. And may you receive all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And, and so if you'll read with me Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's four things that I notice in this psalm that the Lord would have me to bring out today. And in this morning, I want to bring out three of them, and tonight I want to bring out one of them. The first thing that God moved on my heart about this week was in verse number four. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And so tonight, I'm going to preach on the valley. And if you're in the valley and, and you need help from God, I'm certainly nothing, but I have some information from God to share with you. If you're in a valley, I'd encourage you to be here tonight. And we'll look what the Bible has to say about that. But this morning, I want to look at three other things that I see in this psalm. I, I see the shepherd... Amen. That's Jesus Christ. That's our Lord. But then, then I see the sheep. And, and that's those that are born again. But there's an unnamed or a subtly named another character here. And, and he's mentioned here in verse number five. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. And we see here the wolf. And the wolf is definitely the enemy and the danger to the sheep. And so, so God being my helper, I want to look at this this morning. If you'll read the psalm with me one more time, the Lord is my shepherd. Well, hallelujah to God. I, I, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. You know that thou, that's the shepherd, amen. Even in a dark place, the shepherd never leaves. Yes. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If you look with me in, 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 in the gospel of John, John chapter number 10, I, I want to read a, a few more verses. John chapter number 10, we'll, we'll look at, at verse number 9 through verse number 11. The Bible says, Jesus Christ is speaking here. He said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And my friend, if you're, if you're looking for a place of rest, if you're looking for a place of comfort, if you're looking for a place to rest your soul, you just enter in through Jesus Christ. He, he's the Savior. And he can settle it all for you today. Amen? He paid the price at Calvary when, when he shed his blood for you and for me to save us from ourself, to save us from sin, and to save us from hell. But in verse number 10, he said, The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And, and so definitely this is in reference to the devil. And it's also in reference to the wolf who desires to kill and destroy and to steal the sheep. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Is your life lacking this morning? Is something missing? Well, in Jesus Christ, you can find the abundance. You can find the complete satisfaction. If Psalm, 107, Psalm 103 said, He satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Verse number 11, he said, I am the good shepherd. Yes, he is. Amen. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. And just to pause right there for a minute, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but comparing with Psalm 23, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Right there, the shepherd is standing with them. In verse number four, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you, you know, one of the, the fearful times in the life of a sheep is when that wolf is after them. Yes. That valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And then if you'll, if you'll go down with me to verse number 27. He said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Amen. That's very interesting passage of scripture. And we, as we get into looking at things this morning, the Lord Jesus Christ said very clearly, his sheep follow him. Yep. So we'll, we'll pick back up there. But my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. And so this morning, if I could just start, I heard a long time ago, Brother Mark Stroud, he was referring to, to Psalm 23. And he told a story, I don't know if this was at Carnegie Hall or, or where it took place, but, but there was a gentleman and he, and he stood up and, and, and he quoted Psalm 23. And, and the crowds, they, they applauded and they encored and bravoed and, and everybody just cheered and, and so forth. But then the gentleman who got up right behind him, he quoted the same psalm. And not a dry eye was in the place. 
Nobody was clapping. Nobody was loud. But hearts were humbled and everybody was weeping. And somebody said, well, what's the difference? And, and, and someone replied and said, well, the first guy knew the psalm. But the second guy knew the shepherd. And, and so this morning, I, I, I want to, by the grace of God, I want to bring this out where it will become personal in your life. Where it will become personal, personal in my life. According to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, the sheep are those that are saved. Those that are born again. So my friend, I would ask you this morning, have you been born again? Are you saved? Have you anchored your soul in the haven of rest, which is Jesus Christ? Do you know for sure that you are saved? He said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. And then he said, and they follow me. And so, so this relationship with Jesus Christ, this is not just, oh yeah, I believe there was a Jesus. No, no, this is a personal relationship. He said, I know them. But then he said in John chapter 17, verse three, and this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. You know, when, when we asked, I asked somebody yesterday about a preacher, Scott Pauley. I said, do you know him? And he said, well, I know him, but he don't know me. So I asked you this morning, do you know Jesus? And then I ask you, does he know you? Because yep. eternal life is that you know him and he knows you. It's a relationship. And we find that right here, that this sheep is walking with the shepherd. And that is what God wants me to do. And that is what God wants you to do. And there's a lot of interesting things. So let me, let me just bring out here a couple things about, about, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. And, and, and so the first thing I know about sheep is that sheep, they, they need to be led. Sheep, they need to be led. Sheep are a dumb animal. And, and, and if sheep are not being led and told and guided in the direction that they need to go, you know what they're going to do? They're just going to wander. And they're going to end up in all types of trouble and in all types of situation. So sheep need to be led. And as we read through this psalm, we see in every area of this sheep's life, the shepherd is leading. So sheep, they need to be led and, and these sheep, they're, they're, they're needy. They have many needs. I mean, you think about it, they have no ability to protect themselves from the enemy. They, they, they have no ability to protect themselves. Yep. They're, 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 they're really, they're just an innocent, dumb animal. They have no ability to protect themselves. They end up in all types of situations that the shepherd has to get them out of. And, and, and so not only are, are, do the sheep need to be led, but, but the sheep are needy. I mean, think about it, my friend. How many times have I and how many times have you not followed the leading of the shepherd and ended up in a mess? Yeah? Isn't that the truth? And Jesus had to come get us out of it. And that's exactly the truth in the life of a sheep. But then not only that, but, but they must be led to food and water. These sheep, they don't know how to find anything. They don't know how to find where they need to be. 
They don't know how to find where, where it's a safe place for them to feed and to rest and to graze without danger. They have to be led there. And, and so, so they become accustomed with that shepherd and that shepherd leads them exactly where they need to go. And you know what they do? They follow him. And, 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 and in a few minutes, I'll get to what happens when they don't follow him. But not only that, but these sheep, these sheep, they begin to bond with their shepherd. Listen to these words. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So that means I'll have no lack. And, and, and so when, when, when this great shepherd, when he, he begins to provide all the needs, well, that's going to produce a bond. And, and, um, and then he said, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. So you, you take these, these words here, green pastures, the, the Lord, the shepherd, he's going to lead the sheep to just a plentiful place. It doesn't mean they're not going to go through dry places to get there. That's right. It doesn't mean they're not going to have to travel far to get there. Yes. It doesn't mean they're not going to go through places where there is no green grass to get there. But the shepherd's going to lead them there. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And, and you think about that. Look at the children of Israel. You know where they were? They were in Egypt. And the Lord said, hey, I want to take you to the land that's flowing with milk and honey. And he said, if you'll just follow me and do what I tell you to, we're going to get there. And the Lord's initial plan was in a few days they were going to be there. But you know, you know what the sheep did? They rebelled against the shepherd. And you know what they ended up doing? They ended up being in the desert for 40 years. They ended up not getting into the land where God wanted them to go because they didn't follow the shepherd. Yes. And again, I'll get to what happens when the sheep don't follow the shepherd. I'll get there shortly. But, but these, these, these sheep, they, they begin to bond with their shepherd. Notice that he leadeth me beside the still waters. Have you, ever, have you ever been really thirsty and not had something to drink? And then notice this. The green pastures, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. Have you ever been just really hungry? I mean, I mean, have you ever been hangry? Like so hungry, you were angry. I'm telling you, yesterday we went on visitation and we had to go around and around and around and around in this bus waiting for the girls to get done in the bathroom. And I was hungry. And I, I almost told Miss Frucci, let's just stop and go to the pizza place. Amen. But we didn't do that. But, but, but the Lord, he's going to lead these sheep to food. He's going to lead them to water. And they're not lacking anything. And you know what this produces? It produces that they know, hey, he, he, he cares about me. He, he loves me. And you know what happens? When that sheep begins to walk, those sheep, when that shepherd begins to walk, those sheep, they just start to go with them. And when that shepherd stops, you know what they do? They just stop. And they wait on the shepherd. They bond with them. They bond with them. And these sheep, they'll follow their shepherd even when afraid because they see that the shepherd is fearless. He said here, he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. You know, you know where Jesus wants to lead us? into righteousness. You know, you know when, when Jesus gives us a word, it's not always smooth. 
It's not always comfortable. Sometimes we have to change. Sometimes we have to be under conviction. Sometimes we have to repent. And it be, but, but see, it's the shepherd that is wanting to lead us to righteousness. You and I, by nature, we are not righteous. You let a little baby be born, and you don't have to teach that baby to lie. You don't have to teach that baby to rebel. You don't have to teach that baby to do anything wrong. It is what is going to naturally happen. We do not naturally go down the path of righteousness. The Lord is going to lead us. And so sometimes that will include him correcting us. That's why the Apostle Paul said to young Timothy, reprove, rebuke, and exhort. So the reproof and the rebuke, that's the correction. But then the exhortation is to encourage to go the right way. And so you can see this bond being forged here. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Notice what he said right here. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So as that shepherd walks through that valley, that sheep, he may see that wolf. He may see the sheep dog barking. But as he looks to the shepherd, he knows that shepherd's not afraid. Notice what it said about that shepherd. He said he had that rod and that staff. And you know, the Bible teaches us a lot about the rod of correction. Parents use the rod of correction on their children. It's a biblical thing. And you know that sheep. That sheep, when it, when it begins to go astray, the shepherd, he'll, he'll gently try to correct that sheep. But if that sheep does not comply, that shepherd, he'll take that rod and he will break that sheep's leg. He will break the sheep's leg with that rod. And then the shepherd who just broke the leg of the sheep, he will nur nur nourish that broken leg and he will carry that sheep everywhere they go. And when that leg heals, you see, my friend, this thing about I just want to do what I want and I'm going to do my own thing, that's not Bible and it's not of God. Yes. Jesus, if, if you're yeah. of God, if I'm of God, he, if the God of the Bible saved you, the God of the Bible will change you. The God of the Bible, when he saved me, he changed me. And he will not let us go our own direction. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 12, if you be without chastisement, then you're a bastard and not a son. That means you're not a child of God if the Lord doesn't chasten you. And so, so that shepherd, he'll, he'll carry that sheep while, while he heals. And you know what that sheep's learning the whole time? I was chastened, but he loves me. He cares about me. He's carrying me everywhere I go. And you, you know, you know that, that, that sheep, when he heals and, and the shepherd puts him down and he begins to walk, the, the sheep, he'll always remember that broken leg. But he'll also always remember that shepherd correcting him. And it's God's design to lead. How about you? You ever gotten away from the Lord? You ever had to be chastened by God? You ever had to be corrected? I bet you didn't forget it. And I'll bet you that's one thing that helps you to remember, I need to listen to God. I could tell you one time in my life, I had just gotten saved. 
And I mean, I got, and saved, I got saved out of a wicked life. Then I, I was at church and I'd jump up, I'd jump up. And, and every time you do something, it doesn't mean it's, it's just that you're out in, in evil. God wants to correct us in everything that will follow him the Bible way. I'd jump up in church and shout and test. I'd jump up in the pew and walk through the pews. And I, just, I was just happy to be saved. Amen. And nothing wrong with that if it's in the Holy Spirit. And one day the man of God preacher, Brother Doug Grant, he came to me. He said, Brother Josh, he said, sometimes you'll jump up in the service and start shouting, praising God and, and carrying on and testifying. And he said, it's of God and the glory falls. And then he said, and sometimes... You kill everything. And when he did that, it broke my leg. And it scared me to death to do anything. And it taught me. If I ever jump up and shout and testify, I'm going to know it's of the Lord. You see, God's going to do that in our life in any situation. Because he wants to grow us and lead us in the paths of righteousness where his namesake it's because he cares, not because he's mean. The shepherd's rod and staff, you know what it is? It's also a defense against those enemies. Yeah, they got the sheep dogs, but if that wolf comes near, that shepherd, he's going to strike. Amen. When the devil comes, Jesus will get him. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. If we could look just a little further. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. May I say this? The shepherd, he prepares everything for the sheep. He prepares everything. What do you need? Jesus supplies it. But my God shall supply all your need. According to his riches and glory. By Christ Jesus. But then, you know, I think about the wolf. And the wolf is very different from the sheep. You know, the wolf, they will not follow the shepherd. The wolf, they'll do everything they can to work around the shepherd. The wolf, they cannot be led by the shepherd. They have no relationship with the shepherd. The shepherd is on watch to keep the wolf away. Wolves, they only work to destroy. When that wolf's around and he see, seems peaceable, I'm going to tell you, my friend, there's no peace in his heart. Yep. His heart is one thing I'm going to kill a sheep. Wolves, they want their own way. Did you know wolves, they're a danger to the sheep. They're a danger to the life of the sheep. Wolves, they travel in packs. If you see one wolf, there's others around. That lone wolf thing is very, 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 very rare. Now there might be one wolf coming to scout stuff out, to take information back to the pack. But wolves, they travel in packs. That's why, that's why when a pack of wolves want to work against the work of God, it's a pack of wolves that fight what God is doing. 
You know, a wolf and a sheep, they never harmonize. I'm reading a book. I'm reading a book on, 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 on wolves. And, and, and it said that the bleeding of the sheep and, and the howling of the wolf, they, they, those, those two tones, they, they don't harmonize together. They, they don't harmonize. When the wolf gets mad, when the wolf's ready to attack, when the wolf is on his, on his prowl, he'll start howling, seeking to start fear. A wolf cannot have harmony with a sheep. And a wolf cannot have harmony with a shepherd. They come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I'm preaching to the sheep of God right here. The wolf is easily identified. They don't read their Bible. They don't pray. They don't care what God said. They don't adhere to the Lord. They work around everything God wants and everything God does. That's what they do. That's why Jesus called them wolves. Because that's what wolves do. Sheep, stay away from the wolf. You get close and he'll make you feel good and one day the wolf will snatch you up. Beware of the she-wolf. If you, I was talking to somebody the other day, they brought this out, and it's a fact. Many times that male wolf wants to look like he's leading the pack. And, and he'll, he'll be running ahead of the other wolves. But he'll get to where he can go a couple different directions, and he'll stop. And that she-wolf, she's somewhere in the back. But you know what? She'll just cut off the direction she wants to go. And that wolf, he'll take off that direction as if he's in control. Beware of the she-wolf. The wolf will never submit to the shepherd. Never. Never. If you'll look with me in Acts chapter 20. This is what the Apostle Paul said to the church. Acts chapter number 20. Verse number 29. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. That wolf, when he comes in to kill, he doesn't care about any of the sheep. Yep, that's right. He doesn't care about any of them. He said, Brother Josh, why are you preaching this? Because it's part of Psalm 23. Amen. So we brought out the sheep and their needs and how they are. We brought out the wolf. I'll just say this right here. If you're here today and the definition of a wolf fits you, I would like to plead with you. Would you just repent and believe on Jesus Christ today? Would you just walk this aisle and meet me at the altar and I'll take the word of God and show you how Jesus can wash all your sins away. And you can become a sheep, amen? And you can meet the shepherd. But in these last few minutes, I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to talk about the shepherd. I'm so thankful Jesus is my shepherd, amen? Amen. If you'll notice with me, it said here, the Lord is my shepherd. Hey, he's a personal shepherd. 
the Lord. It didn't say the Lord is a shepherd. It said the Lord is my shepherd. Is he yours? Is he yours? Do you know him? Is he leading you? What's God doing in your life? I'll never forget one time I was in Bible college and I asked someone, I said, what's the Lord doing in your life? And, and they, just, they just looked at the ground. My friend, what's the Lord doing in your life? He's personal. The Lord is my shepherd. What's he working in your heart about? What's going on in your devotions and in your prayer life? What's going on in your life with the Lord? What's he convicting you? What is he trying to change and work on in your life? Is he your shepherd? The Lord is my shepherd. May I say this? I like the phrase, it said, the Lord. You see, he's sovereign. He's supreme. He's in control. So the sovereign, supreme king of the glory world is my shepherd. Amen? But then may I say this, the, the shepherd, he supplies all my needs. All my needs. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall, I shall not want. I'm telling you, that right there, I, I don't want an ESV. I don't want an NIV. I love the word shall. Amen? You know, shall gives absolute certainty. Shall. I shall not want. That means I'm not going to have a lack. If you're following the Lord, if he's your shepherd, and he guides you, and you follow him and you obey. I'm not talking about if you rebel and buck and resist and fight against everything God wants to do and you won't listen. I'll be honest, if you're a sheep and you're like that, I'd stop because you're going to get a broken leg soon. Yep, yep. I'm talking about the sheep that's following the Lord. Amen. You see, that shepherd, when he sets off to take care of the sheep, you know what he's going to do? He's going to let them graze. He's going to let them get the water they need. He's going to let them get the food that they need. So they can go in the strength of that meat to their next destination. You remember Elijah? Jezebel was after him. <laughs> when you serve God, sometimes somebody's going to be after you. I mean, you look at the preachers in the Bible, a, a, a whole bunch of people wanted to kill them. Yep. Just something to look at. Well, Elisha was there under that juniper tree wishing he could just die. That angel appeared and Gave him those cakes and told him to eat. And you know what he said? The Bible said he was able to go in the strength of that meat 40 days. Yes. And so the shepherd, he's going he's gonna to give you what you need so you can follow him to the next location. I shall not want. He supplies all my needs. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. But then may I say this? The Lord... He provides sweet, sweet rest. Yes. Notice what it said here in verse 3. He restoreth my soul. You know, that sheep, I'm sure he had to climb some mountains. I'm sure he had to walk through some valleys. I'm sure he had to go through some dry places where his tongue was probably a thirst. But thank God he was able to fill up on water. But he's soon going to need some more. I'm sure he went through some times where he was real hungry. But there wasn't any green grass around yet. But the shepherd knew where he was taking them to. My friend, may I assure your heart on the authority of the word of God, the shepherd knows where he's leading you to. But you know, when, when, when the Lord led Israel into Canaan under Joshua, 
Do you know what, 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 what God told Joshua repeatedly? That they continuously had to fight in war. And they had to destroy those enemies so that they could dwell in peace. And there's a whole bunch of enemies to you living in the Christian victory life. And they're going to come after you. And you're going to have to war with those. That doesn't mean, what am I doing wrong? No, it's what you're doing right. And God wants to lead you to victory. He wants to lead you. When we say we're dwelling in Canaan and across Jordan, crossing Jordan had nothing to do with going to heaven. It had everything to do with living a victorious life. But that victory, they didn't just walk into it with no problem. No, they had to fight. They had to war. They had to pray. They had to depend on God. And every time that they did not do what the shepherd told them to do, they regretted it. My friends, beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord, every time you or I do not do what God tells us to do, we will regret it. May I say this, that sweet rest, that sweet rest where your soul can just rest in sweetness with the Lord. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. May I say two things here? Stable leadership. The Lord's leading is not going to change. Now, the direction of what he wants to do in your life, whether it's you're a missionary, then you're a pastor, then you're an evangelist, or God can move you and have you serve in another location. But of course, scripturally, how he is going to lead will not change. He is the same. Amen. Yesterday, today, and forever. His character, his personality is the same. May I say this? He, notice what it said. It didn't just say he leadeth my paths, but it's very specific. I love that. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. You see here, sanctification. What did God say to Moses? I will be sanctified in them that come nigh me. You want to walk with God? You want to be close to God? If I want to be close to God, if we want to be full of the Spirit and have the power of the Lord in our life, you know what we've got to do? We've got to be sanctified. Amen. That word sanctified means to be set apart unto God. May I just encourage you and I to get it out of our mind. We will not have the power of the Lord living in rebellion to God's will about sanctification. Yes. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. Yes. And notice what it said, for his name's sake. What's his name? Holy. His name is good. Amen. And he's not going to let us destroy his good name. He said, my glory, I will not share with another. If we want to walk with him, we have to go his direction. He's the shepherd. The sheep follow. May I say this? Verse number four. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. There's strong comfort with the Lord. Strong, strong comfort with the Lord. My friend, Brother Daniel, he's now in South Korea, but he grew up on the China-North Korea border. And when COVID broke out, Mary was in the hospital in China, and we were being followed by those federal agents. The pressure was on. And, and, and a doctor here in America recommended to me to get Mary out of China because as sick as she was, if she got COVID, she would have died. So I took her to Okinawa for a few days for her to heal, and we planned to go back to China. 
And then the, um, then the, the gates of China started to close. So we could have gone in, but we would have been quarantined like 80% of the time. And, and then it just wasn't feasible. And, and so after talking to Brother Logan, he recommended just come back to the States and let the dust settle. And when the dust settles, you can see clearly how to go. And so we agreed and we came back. And um, I was back here in the States on my way to Kentucky. And, and Brother Daniel called me a video phone call on iPhone from the inside of a closet in China. And he had been arrested by about 15 federal agents and they threatened to kill his four-year-old little girl. They threatened his family with prison and death. And, and I could see the stress and the strain on him. They told him that if he warned me, he was a dead man. They told him our other smugglers, that they named their names and told them they're dead men walking. And, and, and Daniel was in immense stress. And I felt so guilty being back here in America. While my precious brother and his little girl's lives were being threatened for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the peace of God came over Brother Daniel's life and God protected him. And this verse was so true in his life. As he walked through the valley of the shadow of death, God had his hand over my brother's life and protected him. Oh, he's a strong protector. He's a strong comforter. He's in control of it all. The federal agents in China are powerless to the will of God. Amen. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Notice this rod and this staff. This is his safety and security. The safety and security. You see, the sheep, he's been trained with that rod. You see, that rod corrected that sheep. But that sheep, through time and experience, learned wisdom. The shepherd was protecting me. The shepherd cares about me. He's going to lead me the right way. If I go the other way, there's harm. That rod, it's right there in the shepherd's hand. And he knows the shepherd's in control. And he's going to protect me. But he's got the staff too. And the sheep just knows. He's the Lord. He's in control. That's the shepherd. Notice verse 5. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. He sets the table for me so perfectly. It doesn't matter what's going on. I heard that some old timers in the mountains of Georgia sing that song. Praying this morning. When I tried to thank him, 
his peace that fell around me just the same as yesterday. Hallelujah. He set the table even in the presence of our enemies. He said, thou anointest my head with oil. One of the greatest difficulties for a sheep is all these flies. They try to go up the, in the sheep's, and I'm not trying to be disgusting here, but into the eyes and into the nostrils and into the ears and, 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 and they lay eggs and it can produce infections and problems. And the sheep, they don't have hands. They just have the hooves. They'll just hit themselves. They, they, they can't do anything about it. They're helpless. They're helpless. And so that shepherd will come up with gobs of oil on his hands and, and soak the head and the nose and all of that sheep and it'll drive those flies away and it'll soothe that sheep. I just love how he takes care of me. Amen. Then he said here, my cup runneth over. Is it Psalm 27? He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Another place the scripture said, he's my song. He's my song. He's my song. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Because of Jesus, we can rest in sure goodness and mercy. I might not be rich, but he's sure been good to me. And I've experienced abundant mercy in Jesus Christ. May I, may I show you this though? He's steadfast. Notice what the scripture said. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. All, how did David say it? I have been young and now I'm old. You have not seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. In closing, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He settles and he establishes me. Why did this sheep say such a thing? Because the shepherd taught him this, to bloom where he was planted, Amen. to serve where he was placed. I'll read the psalm and we'll be done. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's stand. If the Lord spoke to you, the altar is open. Heavenly Father, I pray that your good will be done in every heart, in every life, in every person, in every need. Comfort, soothe, and strengthen, and bless every person here. If there's any that's not saved, I pray that today they would meet the shepherd. I pray, dear Lord, for those who are saved, that you'll just have your way in their lives and lead God and direct. In Jesus' name, amen.
What though the way be lonely And dark the shadows fall I know where'er he leadeth My Father planned it all I sing through the shade and the sunshine I'll trust him whatever befall I sing for I cannot be silent My Father planned it all There may be sunshine tomorrow Shadows may break and flee Will be the way he chooses My Father's plan for me I sing through the shade and the sunshine I'll trust him whatever befall I sing for I cannot be silent My Father planned it all He guides my faltering footsteps Along the weary way For well he knows the pathway Will lead to endless day I sing through the shade and the sunshine I'll trust him whatever befall I sing for I cannot be silent My Father planned it all Amen, amen. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your great goodness and your love and mercies. I pray you'd be with every person bless every life and work in every heart. Bring us back well tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.